Welcome to the Indie Music Room, a conversation with independent artists about writing, recording, performing, and promoting their original music. And now here's your host, Heather Kelly. Hey everybody, you're listening to Heather Kelly with the Indie Music Room, and I wanted to um, uh, introduce our next guest of the month this for February, and it is Blame It on Kane. And with me today, I have Sam, who's on vocals, and I also have Steve, who um, I've been in contact with, who plays guitars. Welcome, you guys. How you doing? Great. Good. Thanks, how are you? Great. 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 Why don't you uh, just fill uh, everybody in on where you're from and what kind of music you play, and we'll go from there. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, we're up here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, USA. Uh, we got together somewhere back around 2006. Um, and over the years, we've put together a number of albums. We have a, a recent one that came out, Implied Maturity, uh, back in, when was that? Back in July of this year, our fourth album. Okay, great. <laughs> now, I did hear a couple of them. I mean, you had, in 2008, it was uh, Rhythm. Rhythm Schism. <laughs> yes, that one. Yeah. And then 2017, you had The Big Down Under. What is the third one I'm missing? Amp Grease. Okay, that one I, I wasn't aware about. What year yeah. did that one come out? That was 2019. 2019, great. Yeah. And now you, you're just getting ready, to, or you had just uh, released, and that one's called, the new one is called uh, Implied, Implied Maturity, Maturity, right? Okay, very right. good. You know what? Right. Uh, something happens in your 40s. <laughs> we're, 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 we're right there with you. I know. That's not all that happens, Heather. Uh, trust well, me, that's not all that happens. Trust me. That's why we do these videos from here up nowadays. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Anyways, welcome. It's so good to have you. Uh, why don't you guys give me a little bit of history, uh, 2006, about when you started? Yeah, I, I just moved up to, to town here and was looking to put a band together. Um, put an ad out. I think it was on Craigslist, and I came across our drummer, uh, Rich, and he was also looking to do uh, an original band as well. Um, eventually, after a couple of singers here and there, we came across Sam, uh, and uh, we've been uh, happily... Uh, uh, married ever since. Wonderful. You know, it's funny. That's when I started my music career was in 2006. And I've got nice. four albums out too. So we're right on the same uh, timeline awesome. here. Look at that. Awesome. Yeah, that's right. Must have been a good year to, for musicians. No. <laughs> so now, uh, who are the other players in the band? Why don't you fill me in on their names too? Sure. We've got, uh, I sh should have I practiced his last name. Um, we have That's player. why I'm making you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call him Kevin. His name's Kevin. Okay. Uh, last name is very hard to pronounce. Um, and then um, we have a, a uh, we've added a, a second guitar player uh, in Rob. Um, so, yeah, there's the five. Do we know his last name? I don't think I don't we do. Think. Yeah. Shrek. Yeah, I I saw them on the on the website, but I was like, I can't get that person, <laughs> Kevin. So I'm just gonna let you guys introduce them. So, yeah, Robin, Kevin, Robin, Kevin. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> You've got three songs that we're going to feature today. Why don't you pick uh, which one you'd like us to talk about first? Oh, Sam, go for it. Um, sure. Um, we can talk about Blush, I guess, okay. first. Yeah, tell me a so, little bit about that. Yeah, so Blush is so the new record. Uh, it's implied maturity because we decided to do an acoustic album. So uh, hoping it'll make us sound, you know, more mature, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Blush is a fun little bluesy song. Um, not a true story. I always have to clarify that. It is a, uh, you know, it's uh, in the world <laughs> of like online dating and people 
misrepresenting mis- uh, themselves and uh, um you know mm-hmm. you never know who you're actually talking to so it, it's called blush it's also parentheses catfish blues so it's all about getting catfished in, in i watch that show all the time with with neve so here we go yeah. We're gonna listen listen to blush and we'll be right back with you after the song blush and um that's one of the songs that we're going to share with you guys today 
on implied maturity. And who wrote that song? Who's the lyricist or who's who writes the music? Uh, I mean, as the, for the music, we generally write, we'll write most of it all together um, mm-hmm. as a band. Um, sometimes one of us will have an idea and, and bring it to the rest of the band. But usually the music, we do a lot together. Yeah. Um, the lyrics is either me, myself, or Rich, uh, the drummer. Um, Got it. Wash was one of mine. So Very like, cool. it's always why I disclaim it's not a true story. So we will not. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Taylor Swift writes, I would never, like people say, never date Taylor Swift. All she does is write about you and everybody knows her right. timeline. So I, I, like mean, I mean, there's definitely life experiences in my lyrics for sure. Um, oh, yeah. But sometimes you make a little, some little deviations here or there. Absolutely. Tell me uh, how you guys go about recording a little bit. Uh, you know, uh, a number of years ago, we ran into uh, Eric LeBros from uh, Cherry Pit Studios up here in uh, uh, Menominee Falls. It's just this little suburb uh, up here. Uh, I think Sam came across him first. And then what had stood out about Eric was uh, how he gets to, to, to push us in the yeah. studio. So when we recorded the first album, it was kind of just like, uh, you know, no to that guy but it was just like check the box and he was taking money and he's like here's your product we had very little input we had very little uh push from him uh but eric was just the opposite of that he's right. like he, he would tell us to do take it again and again and again and again and then he of course as a producer hears things that we don't right and we incorporated that into the songs and you know here we are we're on our our third album uh with them and then i'm sure we'll we'll get our fourth that's yeah. so great that's great do you guys is it a uh... Pro Tools, digital, analog, what kind of studio is it? I, I mean, he does think everything digitally, but okay. I mean, it, it is still, it's definitely, I think, more of that old school recording process, though. You mm-hmm. know, you're the everything. And stuff. Right, right. And then just the, like, I, like Steve said, uh, it's really interesting to just be pushed like that by a producer and just like, mm-hmm. you know, he just didn't settle for any take. Like he, like worked us like worked us so much like it just improved us as musicians you know so at least then then second time then the third time we in the studio each each time we were more prepared knowing what eric was going to demand of us exactly uh, so it just made us better which was awesome okay. yeah we had a uh, one song on uh implied maturity on the on the acoustic album uh it was just this this just sam and i so, yeah. so there's no bass there's no drums on it nothing like that and I think on one section, on the bridge section, I had something like 33 takes because he kept, <laughs> <laughs> I kept screwing it up. And he says, do it again and again and again. Yeah. And so he heard what he wanted. So that that's what you want in a producer, of course. Yep, absolutely. Uh, my partner and producer of 17 years is like that as well. And there was a time, and we record on analog, two-inch tape cell. It, you, nice. you can't uh, manipulate that, you know, like you can with Pro Tools. So you have to get it right. But I spent six weeks on one vocal. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and man. actually live here so I could work all day, every day. It took me a while, but you got to get it right, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk about the song, A Tuna. What's this one about? Who wrote this song? <laughs> all right. So this one goes This one goes way back, and I think it actually uh, predates, predates Sam. It was originally called, we had the music down, Yeah. and it was originally called Anuta, A-N-U-T-A. Uh-huh. And somewhere along the way, we got transposed and mixed up and we goofed it. And it somehow got called a tuna. Yeah. And it's about, if I remember correctly, it's about a Russian mail order bride. <laughs> it, it, it was originally, yeah. Uh, and then I changed some of the lyrics after I came on board. But yeah, the, the basis was, yeah, it was originally about a mail order bride. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is great. 
you know, when I first read it, I was like, I kept going to Akuna Matata, like Atuna, and I couldn't yeah. say it for a while. So I'm like, thank you for explaining <laughs> where that that title came from. I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> Makes sense now. So let's, with that said, let's go ahead and take a quick listen to Atuna, and we'll be with you right after the song. called Atuna, uh, another very good song. Uh, I, I get the Russian bride vibe. I get that. That's that's <laughs> funny, you guys. So tell me a little bit why you guys decided um, with your with your first few albums being more of you know rock. Uh, what what made you guys decide to do an acoustic album? I think you know for me it was um, we had played this show up in Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. It's about three hours north of Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. uh, it's this annual thing called Steel Bridge Song Fest, and they would. It, it's basically a, a, just a, a whole different potpourri of a bunch of musicians. The only thing they had available one year was an acoustic stage. 
So here we are, we're a hard rock band. We hadn't played an acoustic song, you know, acoustic set together in like something like 10 or 11 years. Right. But we said, you know what, let's go for it. So we actually, um, we rehearsed our old stuff acoustically for a few weeks. And I can remember sitting at rehearsal going, you know, this actually sounds, this actually sounds pretty good. Yeah. We went up to Sturgeon Bay, we played the show. And uh, while we were there, we had great response from the people that were there. It's like this roving group of people that bounced from one stage to the other. They stopped at ours. They cheered us on as our, as we're playing these songs. We thought that's for me, that was kind of like, you know, maybe we should start thinking about doing this. Good work. Yeah. 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 And then COVID hit and we lost our bass player and the rest is history. So there you go. Well, and it opened some uh, opportunities acoustically versus, you know, the big, the big full band, um, smaller venues, you know, the artsy coffee shop, you know, there's, there's so many different places when you're just a, you know, d- duo or is it just right. you, you two then when you do it acoustically or there? No, just- we do, we do, we do everybody. Oh, you do everybody. Yeah. Okay. We do the full band. We got the drums going. Um, some, I mean, it may change. It may be uh, just some percussion or maybe a, you know, electronic drum kit or something like, you know, small, but uh, no, it's, it's awesome. I've always been a big fan of like, you know, growing up on the MTV unplugs and everything. And, right. uh, you know, so uh, it was just a great opportunity to let's just shake it up a little bit and do something different. Right. That'll be exciting for your fans to hear. It's kind of a new twist on, on what your normal sound is. So for sure. Well, tell me a little bit about the last song that we're going to um, listen to today. It's called your freedom. What's all about that? Um, this song, um, it was kind of written uh, in a way, at least lyrically, to be kind of, um, I don't know what the word is, where it can be taken so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody, everybody can kind of take it for themselves and, and apply to it how they want. Um, I, I, it was written pretty much about just doing the right things. If you do the right things, you're going to earn your own personal freedom. You know, and that's that's really what's about it is just, you know, just doing the right things and good things are going to happen to you. Yeah, this one's a good one. Um, what am I? Well, I haven't had time to listen to all of your material now that I'm finding out this, you know, you've got so much out there. But uh, the songs I listen to, this is one of my my favorite ones. So uh, yeah, it's was, a very good reception. Where was this one recorded at? The same. At Cherry, yep. Cherry Pit Studios and with Eric. Very cool. Yeah, and I, th- it, I think it was written. It was one of those where. We had uh, we did something a little different with this album versus the first three. With the first three, we would all get together once a week. We would rehearse, um, and then in like two practices, we're like, okay, well, that's a song, and then we'd move on to the next one. But with this one, again, because of COVID, and we didn't have a bass player at the time, uh, Rich and I we invested in uh, a bunch of hardware and software to demo out songs with. So we kind of took it serious, at least you know, from our perspective. Sure. So we would demo something out and then we'd like sit on it a week and then we come back and we go. And so it would take months for us to uh, put together a song. And we're, we're normally not like that at all. We usually bang them out. Right. But this one was, I think we were getting sick of it towards the end of doing that for a couple <laughs> of years. So this one, Sam said, you know, we need something in E or whatever. And then he, yeah. we just started playing it and there we had it just like the old way. That's yeah. so cool. Let's take a listen to this one. And when we come back, I want you to uh, let everybody know about, you know, how they can find you on- online and uh, any upcoming shows. And your big uh, announcement is you're in August. You're celebrating your fi- your 15th year, right? Correct. Well, 15 year anniversary of our, el- our first album. Right. That's right. so exciting. So let's go ahead and listen to your freedom. And when we get back, we'll continue on with these guys. Thanks. Mm-hmm. 
Again, it's on the implied maturity record. Uh, it's it's interesting. Again, I like that song. Um, I would like to. See, it'd be interesting for me to see you as a full band in comparison to the acoustic. Like, I'd like to see that sure. live. But so, what do you guys? Co- what do you have coming up this year? Why don't we talk a little bit more about your April anniversary, fifteen years? Tell me about that. Sure. So uh, in April, we'll have our fifteenth. 15 year anniversary of our first album uh rhythm schism which you know really started it all for us um venue is is still being decided but uh we're gonna play the whole album we're gonna do the thing where you play the whole album in its entirety you know in order and and some of those songs we have we haven't touched in 
12, 13 years. Yeah. Uh, a couple of them. I mean, a couple of them, I mean, half of them are still on our sets today. Um, but, but, but the other half, you know, we haven't touched in a long time. So it's going to be really cool to revisit all of that. And, yeah. uh, Getting them out of the vault. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> time to it, polish them up. And it feels so weird to 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 have a vault, even like even when we we're doing our, our our last show, it's like trying to pick set list now that we have four albums and we have all these songs. And it's like, you know, there, well, there, was, there was, was a time where we just played everything we knew. And I, now, sometimes yeah. I had to repeat it just to make an hour and a half go by. Right. It's like, right. Oh, different crowd. Start over. <laughs> right. Right. So I know what you mean by that. Definitely. Yeah, that's, that's pretty how can cool. All your, how, do, how do all your fans keep in touch with you? How can they find your schedule and stay in you know, contact? What? what uh, platforms are you on? Uh, we're probably most active on on Facebook. You can find us there. Uh, I know Sam has us on uh, Spotify, and you can find our music on on iTunes. So we're out there. You just got to search uh, uh, "Blame It on Kane," and we're out of Milwaukee. Perfect. And when you do search "Blame It on Kane," you are going to come up with the Elvis Costello <laughs> song. It's going to be everywhere. You may have to go a little bit, but we are the band "Blame It on Kane." That's uh, right. I, that did pop up first in my Google, and I said that. Yep. Nope. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but well, uh, you uh, want to know what what happens when you Google Heather Kelly? Because it's. <laughs> but I'll tell you that's uh, that's not me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> she got a, a little bit different uh, entertainment. I bet. I yeah. bet. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so if you want to contact us, I mean, Facebook message us. We respond very quickly. So well, any merch or anything you guys have out there? Are you going to have any at the 15? I'm sure we'll have some more some more merch. I think uh, we've sold out of the merch we've had. We still have. I mean, we have physical CDs and stuff that we'll right. definitely have. But uh, I know we there's some hats out there um, floating around. So we'll have some new shirts and stuff. So it'll, it'll be cool. It'll be a nice little celebration. So. I am looking forward to it for you guys. That's a huge uh, milestone. That's a long time. Um, I understand completely. Congratulations. And if you're ever in Iowa, look me up. There's some great venues in Iowa, too, that you could play. And, awesome. Um, and such, yeah. So with that said, keep in touch with me with future releases. I want to I wanna stay on top. I already friended you guys on Facebook and everything, so I can keep an eye on you. But it's been my privilege to meet you both. And, and uh, thanks for... Uh, being interested in the indie music room. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for all your right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, everybody, please don't forget to uh, take a look on YouTube and hit subscribe. That way you can catch every episode every month of the indie music room and uh, look forward to talking to you next month in March. Take care. Thanks guys. You've been listening to the indie music room with Heather Kelly. Be sure to listen every Saturday and Sunday right here on FortDodgeRadio.com and subscribe for all our past and upcoming shows. The Indie Music Room is a production of FortDodgeRadio.com.